What is going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Lean 365 podcast. So today is an extra special one for a couple of reasons. Firstly, I'm sat in a really cool studio in Dubai, which makes a little bit of a change from doing it at home by myself. And uh, secondly, we've got another really special guest on, Mr. Chris Cullen, who has been very close to since I come out here to Dubai. He's also out here. He's also an online coach and yeah, a really cool guy. We've been out together. We've trained together. So I thought I'd have to get him on the podcast. So Chris, without any further ado, give us a bit of an information or background on yourself and kind of how you fell into coaching. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for the intro. Um, so in terms of where I started, how I got into coaching, um, I've always enjoyed sport. I played a lot of sport growing up as a kid. Um, I played rugby, played football, got to a decent level at both, uh, played at academy level. Um, <clears throat> always enjoyed the training side, always enjoyed pushing my body, um, trying to be the best that I could. Um, and <clears throat> it was through sport that I sort of got into coaching. That's how I found out about training in the gym. Um, I went to uni, went to Leeds Beckett Uni, the mighty Leeds Beckett. Nice. Um, studied business management there. Uh, then I graduated. After graduating, I went, uh, I sort of debated on what I was going to do. I wasn't entirely sure on what I was going to do. Um, I was actually going to work in finance um, for a bit. That was what I was potentially thinking of doing. But um, my dad said, follow your heart, follow like what you want to do, Passion. not what you think you should do. Uh, and that's kind of how I ended up moving over to, uh, to PT. And I started PT at Pure Gym in Leeds South. Nice. Uh, Similar to me, I was at a pure gym as well before I went online. Yeah. Cool place. Great place to, yeah, to yeah, build to a business. Start, for sure. Uh, thing I loved about Pure, for any coaches thinking of potentially um, starting up a, a, a pure gym, um, is that you have total control over your, um, your, your hours income, you your work, hours. Right? Yeah. Um, you have total control as opposed to if you were maybe, I think like a David Lloyd. Yeah, so I worked at a David Lloyd and okay. it's, you're pretty much employed by them. And there's there's benefits to, to kind of both of them. But yeah, I think when you're ready and you've kind of established yourself, I think working self-employed as a, as a personal trainer yeah. is a lot better. I mean, you've got the option at Pure Gym, haven't you, of obviously paying rent or mm -hmm. doing the hours. But then again, you're a little bit trapped with the hours they give you. So I think Pure Gym is probably one of the best places, in my opinion, to, <coughs> to start your personal training or, well, I, I would agree. I think that if you if you back yourself, if you're confident that you can pick up clients, then it's it's good, mm. uh, and you've got plenty of room to grow. For sure. Um, plus, there is obviously the um, the model of I think that you you start on a few hours. Yeah. So I think I so think for they me have it was started to pay, haven't they? Yeah. So for me, it was twelve hours, I think, or maybe it's fifteen hours, which you basically have to do. It's essentially free of charge. I think they've changed it so that there is like some form of they pay you, but you pay them. I don't know what the difference then outlines, but yeah, you can essentially uh, pay no, nothing and then obviously sort of personal train outside those hours. But I think it's nice to get to the stage of where you then move on to the rent and then obviously you can take full like ownership yeah. of when you decide to work, which is what I did. But then I only actually did that for like two months before then going online because of COVID. So well, I was forced out of the gym and exactly then it the kind of worked out for me. Exactly. So <laughs> I wouldn't, probably wouldn't be sat here right now. I had a, the worst month well, it's, it's good looking back. It obviously pushed me online, but I had the worst month leading up to COVID. Um, so basically, I can't remember. I think it was February 2020. Seems like ages ago. Mm. Uh, February 2020, the gym flooded that we were PTing at. So I had to move my entire client base from Leeds South Pure Gym to mm. Leeds North. Um, and 
which was a bit of a pain, but managed to transition. Um, and then started PTing people there instead of my usual gym. And then a month later, we got the news that there was a deadly virus flying around, <laughs> uh, killing people, <coughs> unfortunately. Um, and we had to then completely stop PTing. We had to move my entire client base um, online, which that week was incredibly stressful. Uh, I don't know about you, but yeah, yeah. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Um, yeah, difficult. But then it's obviously paid off for you, right? Is that kind of like how you fell into it? Yeah, that's, that's how I got exposed to the online world. Um, I started PTing people <laughs> through FaceTime. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I, I remember those days, the Zoom sessions. <laughs> yeah, the Zoom, it fried my iPhone, but it worked for me at the time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just thought, how can I, uh, how can I do what I did in the gym as closely as possible, yeah. but at home? I actually considered going to the park and training people, but then we couldn't. So I did that as well. Yeah, I remember I literally rented loads of kit and I got one day of doing it, one day of, of uh, <laughs> training my clients outside and then it was shut down for good. But then, but we have to adapt though, right? It's the, it's the whole thing, isn't it? Like, yeah, the we, logistics of the outside training didn't really work no. either, like carrying 120 kilos around with you. So. <laughs> yeah, no um, ideal. Nice. Yeah, so that's, that's how I moved online. Then I, w I went back briefly to PT. Um, at Leeds Gym South um, and then a few months later I decided to move fully online um, nice. I was getting good results I realized that I could coach more people um, and also continue to get good results and it kind of has continued to grow from there and now I'm here you've done a lot of traveling as well haven't you I think that's yeah. kind of like one of the perks of online coaching right but you've what did three months in Bali and now in Dubai for like three months and you just yeah. gonna continue doing that do you think with the um, online coaching dream <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> um i've obviously I, i've been on holidays and stuff but i never really lived abroad until this year start of this year nice uh january i came out for a few months well i was originally meant to come to dubai for a month um but i think like a lot of people that come you to just dubai, fall like, in love with it you don't you like yeah. it's not for everyone but i think i think for us like as online coaches it's, it's kind of got everything that we would want it's great for content it's obviously it's lovely weather there's so many like-minded individuals like ourselves yeah. and stuff that we can obviously chat to and hang around with so it kind of does bring a lot for us i think which is mm -hmm. good i agree i, I feel like <clears throat> yeah it's got it's very convenient it's got mm. kind of everything you need good gyms um you've got lots of other coaches around it yeah um and yeah it's convenient it's, yeah yeah 100 it's quite easy cool so i think i will run into the topic of the podcast so what we wanted to base this one on is myself and Chris have kind of adopted a very similar training approach. And we didn't even know that the two of us were, were actually training in that specific way until we'd actually met and spoke about it. But we've basically come from very similar backgrounds in terms of we've always trained plainly for aesthetics. We've both done photo shoots. We've both gained a lot of muscle and we kind of fancied a little bit of a switch, which I think a lot of coaches and a lot of people I'm seeing are doing as well now and actually working towards more of a hybrid approach, which is essentially not just focusing solely on resistance training. So we're looking at obviously doing things like cardio, um, speed work, cardiovascular work in, in terms of like longer distances. And we wanted to kind of chat today about what that transition is like and you know why potentially it's a good thing to do if you have been training towards your physique goals for quite a long time and just generally mixing up and kind of moving into that hybrid approach, which personally I have found to be really, really good, which is what we're going to chat about today a little bit. So Firstly, Chris, like what made you kind of transition towards more of that hybrid training and kind of coming out of the plainly aesthetics approach and going towards that kind of thing? Yeah, that is the big question. <laughs> um, so 
In terms of my transition, um, I, I feel like, to be honest, over the last year, I have been slowly transitioning that way. Mm. I was doing... I was doing lockdown runs. I think yeah. a lot of people were doing the, the 5Ks. The same. Yeah, yeah. And I got loads out of it. I was really enjoying it. Me too. That's probably the fittest I've ever been. Uh, it's weird. It's because, well, you, you doing know. Sub, sub yeah, that, that's when I hit a sub 20 minute 5K by one second. Um, but I felt really good. And then I think I kind of, I kind of knocked it on the head a little bit after because I was kind of in this like, uh, I guess this mindset that, oh, I've lost some muscle and stuff over the lockdown. So I kind of got back into the full bodybuilding approach. But mm. it's only really since coming out here um, I mean, for me, I tell you what's kind of made me transition. So I was very much looking towards doing something new. And then I actually went to uh, the London Marathon and watched my brother run the marathon. And it's just like, it just clicked. Something on, in my head was like, this This is so cool. Like it's, it's different. And it just gave me a little bit of a buzz. And then I think from there, I was like, I don't want to go fully into running. That's not what I'm saying. But I think it just gave me a bit of a, an insight into actually what I could start to look and, and achieve in some of my fitness goals and move to something that is a little bit more well-rounded instead of just fa uh, plainly focusing on aesthetics. And obviously we'll mention this a little bit further into the podcast, but what we've both seen anyway is that actually by working on more performance and getting into more cardiovascular work, you know, the physique has actually improved. It's not like it's got any worse or, mm -hmm. you know, we've lost muscle mass, which I think is what a lot of people fear when they start doing heavy amounts of cardio. Like for me, it's just benefited. And as, they, as I say, I feel a lot better as well. So that's kind of why I decided to, yeah, to get into more uh, hybrid work and, and start doing more uh, engine training yeah. as people like to call yeah. it for sure. Is that kind of similar to yourself? Yeah, 100%. Um, so yeah, the, the lockdown runs, mm. like I got a lot out of it. So did my clients as well. They're all posting up their 5K times. Um, they're all sort of buzzing over it a little bit. Like, um, yeah, it's and quite contagious. Yeah, so yeah. the running, running, I enjoyed. But I, I think more than that, like the physique stuff, I had done quite a few bulking cycles. I had done mm. quite a few sort of fat loss phases. Um, and I'm at a point where physique-wise, like I'm, I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Yeah. Um, and... I basically wanted to test my body in more ways than, than it looks. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see what I'm capable of. I'm 26. Mm. Let's think about that. 26. Um, you know, <laughs> Don't worry, in... I just turned 27. <laughs> so I'm still calling myself 26 at the moment. <laughs> Time flies. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to, um, to, to test my body. I'm at 26. Like mm. we're in our sort of like prime, prime years, right? physical years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I feel like I've got a lot more to, to do. Like I can, um, I can, you can grow in a lot more areas with the approach that we're taking. For sure. Um, as opposed to physique, which is definitely more it's single modality. Exactly. Um, like you can have a great physique, mm. but that physique doesn't necessarily perform well. Exactly that. I think it might not necessarily feel great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I saw a few guys posting on, on Instagram. I don't know. I don't know about you. Uh, a few of the hybrid guys. My yes. coach. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. coach. Uh, Dan, Dan yeah. Baldwin, great guy, uh, great coach. And uh, I saw the stuff that he was posting. He was out running in the hills. Um, he mm. was training like an animal um, at his gym and stuff. And I just thought, like, that looks great. Yeah. I'd like to do a bit of that. So it's kind of like you saw it. I, I guess you, were, you saw other people doing it and kind of felt that it was something you wanted to get into as well. Yeah. And a little bit bored of and if, the, the, <sighs> the sole focus on but I also getting swole. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like it aligned with... Um, Coaching it aligned, as well. It, it, I, th I feel like it aligned with um, with me, like yeah. how I enjoy to train my values. Like as a kid, 
Mm. I was very performance based, like played a lot of sport and stuff. Uh, yeah. Same, I know, I know with you. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much. I'm, I'm sort of used to training in this way. That's how I trained growing up. So it's kind of, it's kind of refreshing. It feels like, mm. it feels like you're, you're, you're kind of back training again. Like, what does like a, a typical week look like for you from a hybrid perspective? Like what does your kind of current <clears throat> training split look like? Yeah, so the, the hybrid split is, um, it's more full on. Like what we're doing is, is more full on. And For sure. W- like it might shock some people to-, to We like do more because I training. guess we've got more time, right? More and it's, time. it's kind of, I mean, it's it's not our job to, to be a hybrid athlete, but it's our job to look fit and to, to perform, right? So, yeah. and with our job, we've got more flexibility and I guess yeah. we enjoy it, right? Like we, we actually- really really enjoy doing exercise yep. going to the gym and doing the running side of things well, so we sport. do it but for every, not, it's not practical for some people to probably do the amount of volume and yeah. the amount of sessions that we do so but we as coaches we take that into consideration right pre-warning people before <laughs> yeah exactly before you splits. before he explains this ridiculous <laughs> training split this is not what you need to do it may <laughs> shock some viewers um yeah. so in terms of my my training yeah. so there's six kind of resistance sessions per week so it's an upper lower upper lower and then we've got two engine days. So nice. the engine days are um, uh, a Metcon fitness work and it's basically Im- improving your fitness. Um, that's the focus. And then I've got upper lower at the start of the week, which is, um, uh, so my lower is squat focus. My upper is bench focus. And then it moves on to a bit of hypertrophy work. Then it moves on to some conditioning work at the end, fitness work. Um, and then my sessions later in the week, are a little bit higher volume so a little bit more um sort of bodybuilding focus a bit more mm. hypertrophy work in there uh there's also some olympic lifting in there which has been good fun nice. um so that's and, and then sorry we're not quite there yet <laughs> <laughs> still more yeah so then there's three runs you've got double sessions right some days yeah then there's three runs so yeah, yeah. um the running i've got a one long run um, I've got a fartlek run where you're varying tempos and then nice. we've got track days, which we've been Yeah, been yeah, killers in, out here in Dubai, but we get them done. And then I've got, <laughs> <laughs> we could be here a long time. Yeah. And then I've got two 30 minute bike sessions. Wow. Uh, so it's a lot, but my body's responding well and it's not a volume that I can't recover from. At yeah. the start, I was getting kind of like, it was, it was, it was Fatigued. hard. Yeah, my body wasn't yeah, used yeah. to that volume, but uh, like as we spoke you about, adapt very quickly i've seen yeah you, yeah you adapt quickly you you I'm, we're now able to recover from that volume still train effectively i'm hitting even though i'm in a deficit i'm actually hitting some some numbers that yep. i haven't hit in a very long time yeah even even pbs um which has been really interesting like the effect that it's had on performance um is it's pretty it's huge been, it's been pretty like it's taken me back at how how quickly mm you know yeah. I, i've been able to progress in a bit from a performance standpoint let's move into some of the the benefits then so like in terms of what we've seen to be beneficial from moving to hybrid training and i, I guess actually we might need to clear up exactly what hybrid is yeah, i think definitely. so people are probably definitely. thinking what the hell that is but I, what was hybrid to you and i'll probably i'll okay. jump in on on uh, the definition after okay hybrid to me <laughs> i'm gonna give you my perspective yeah. on it after with, with think, just a, a few like words we have spoken about it so we should get something fairly similar yeah 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 yeah. hybrid to me is uh you're getting proficient you're getting good at um multiple disciplines in multiple different areas so uh running Mm. you've got hypertrophy work in there physique focus that is still a focus of the training 
uh, for sure. Like we've still got a, a fair amount of definitely physique hypertrophy focused work in there. Not losing muscle, if anything, like like physique wise, we, we, we we're both, both looking good. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's strength work in there, um, squat, bench, deadlift. There's also some Olympic lifting in there. Mm. So the the phrase that a lot of people use is ready for anything. Yeah, and that I is love that. the the big sort of hybrid um, phrase. And um, yeah, that's that's my definition. For me, I, I, if I could if I could summarize it in three words, it'd be hard to kill. <laughs> I've spoken waiting. To yeah. I think it's just like, it's, it's becoming a well-rounded athlete, isn't it? I think, yeah. like we said, like, I think so, like focusing solely on your physique, you know, look at people like bodybuilders and, you know, people sometimes look at bodybuilders and they think that they, they are like the, the highest level of fitness or, you know, that that's kind of someone who's got good health. And so I'm not, I'm not here to slag bodybuilding off at all. I think people who do it, I've got a lot of respect for, but mm -hmm. I think really like that's not complete fitness, is it? It's very much like you've got a good physique. Maybe you've got good strength in the gym, but there's not really much else to it. So when we're looking at a hybrid approach, we are essentially looking at every single aspect of fitness, every single modality. We're becoming strong, we're becoming fit, we're becoming yeah. efficient. Like it's, it is essentially making yourself in a position where you are hard to kill. Like you can run away, you can, you're strong, like you're powerful, true. you're fast. So it, it just gives you like a, a complete spectrum of all the attributes that I believe are needed to be you know, successful with your fitness goals. Um, so that's what the definition, net definition is for me. But as I said, like, it's very much still focusing on your physique. I, I don't want people to almost assume that like, you know, by my following a more hybrid approach, you're, you're not going to look as good and you're going to lose muscle mass, which is, I guess is kind of what I thought a little bit before. But what I've seen is like you say that the physique is, is starting to massively benefit from it. And I think other benefits in terms of like just feeling much better, feeling much fitter. Like, I mean, even like my cognitive performance, I feel like, I work harder, I can concentrate more, I'm more focused. And I think that's where like, you know, my resting heart rate started to drop. I'm, I'm just becoming fitter, my HRV is better, so I'm less stressed. All these different things are happening from me just taking a much more well-rounded approach. So I think I'm not, this isn't me saying I'm gonna push it towards everyone because I don't think everyone, you know, is gonna enjoy the hybrid approach, but I think it definitely does give you a bit more to work towards. Um, and I've seen a lot of benefits from it. So that's my little definition anyway. Talk to me about some of the benefits you felt yeah. from it. Yeah, the, the, the benefits, like, so many. So Loads. many. Yeah, 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 so many. And not just physical, mental as well. Mm. But, I mean, we'll start the physical. So physic physically, like, physique-wise, I'm leaner. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely leaner. I feel like dropping body fat with the amount of expenditure that we do is 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 easier, for sure. Um, I'm eating a decent amount of food and still able to drop body fat. That's a, that is also a benefit that you can... Big one. ...eat a lot more food. Yeah. You know? And, Socially, and you've got... Yeah, a huge amount more calories to consume across you're the week, 4, right? I'm not quite on what you're on. I mean, I'm, I'm actually dieting at the minute. I'm yeah, four thousand a day, and I mean, at the moment, 4, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not able to to take my weight in the moment. I haven't got any scales, but to be honest, it's actually been quite refreshing to not weigh myself. I think that's another big thing that people get very obsessed around scale weight, and you're like, oh, have I put on weight this week? If I'm if I'm bulking, have I lost weight this week? And actually, just coming away from scale weight and just thinking, like, how do I feel? Like, you know, am I stronger this week? do I look better? Like mm -hmm. from a visual perspective, I feel like I'm looking good. So I don't really need to weigh myself, but yeah, essentially I'm, I'm eating 4,000 calories per day there about. And, and my, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not gaining body fat at that rate because my volume is so huge at the moment. Like I'm doing a lot of runs. I'm um, obviously my training volume is higher. So I'm burning more calories. So yeah, essentially I'm able to eat more, I guess, to fuel performance, which mm -hmm. is nice because it means that like yeah. when we like to do things out here and 
go out for a few beers or like we did the other night have a burger on my birthday. <laughs> it doesn't even touch the like, it's Exactly. Like it's, Obviously you can't just eat. No. You've got a fuel like, performance, right? Like you, you, the goal is to still be able to train hard and that yeah. is going to come from what you eat. But it does give you more, it gives you more flexibility. 100%. Um, and you need that food to perform. Like you really do because I've got halfway through. I mean, I'm actually taking intra- Intracarb. Intracarbs. I'm, 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 yeah, well, yeah. I did that fruit, the other day, it's actually. Not, it's not like a supplement. I just got just fruit juice on fruit juice. Yeah, yeah like I did that the other fruit. day. It's good. Um, it makes a big difference. But 100%. And because the, the, the workouts are high volume um, and there's a lot of fitness work in, there's a lot of strength work, it is um, taxing, it is um, energy draining and it, it uses up um, energy. So you have to then replace that. Uh, otherwise, you do start to feel like you're crashing a little bit during sessions. Definitely. So... Um, yeah, I've been taking that. You feel great after. You feel like you you can literally feel the carbs come in. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Energy, but that I I never used to have to do that. No, I, I think in most instances you probably don't need intra workout supplements. Do you really? Like, I think you know I, I used to I used to take things like Vitago or like Dextrose and stuff whilst I was training. And I've actually learned that to be honest, like you're not really going to burn through your glycogen stores in a an hour of resistance training. It just doesn't really happen. Whereas with the stuff that we're doing now and if we are doing like back-to-back -back sessions and stuff you potentially are going to need to take some more carbs yeah. on board when you get to yeah. sort of halfway point it's it's not it's not something that you know you if eat physique focus guys uh, bodybuilders do take it like some of them do have pretty high volume sessions where they're, they're yeah yeah for quite sure. a lot of the energy for sure but for most people um intra the kind carbs, of people we coach probably like probably i i never really took them they're gonna be no. honest, like never really felt, felt i think like one of the reasons i took them was almost like to try and get more calories in i think that it was an easy way and an easy window oh, to well, don't, push don't get calories started up. on i used to literally eat flapjacks whilst i was working out <laughs> <laughs> to bulk bulking bro well i don't i don't know i'm just trying to think of the logic but um i mean i, I remember being at the gym i must have been in my teens and i was actually scoffing a flapjack like in the workout um, intra workout I think flapjack. for energy like for performance <laughs> I don't but like really what I was is that what you read just, in a magazine or like just something you like seen online I think it was something that I really came up with in my own head that eating like this difficult to digest like, <laughs> yeah this is the thing quite like, heavy snack yeah, like, was but all it was really doing was just giving me indigestion I think. yeah yeah but, yeah we learn from our mistakes yeah it, uh, in terms of some more benefits as well um that that I've experienced so far um it's it's enjoyable it's fun there's mm. d many different aspects to the hybrid like we go down to the track yes on wednesday it's like that's good fun like socially it's good socially yeah. it's good yeah there's lots you can do with other people you can go on runs you know you, the running the sessions are fun to do together yeah um there's there's quite a good community within the sort of functional um hybrid space as mm. well also um from from you know what i've seen and and, and stuff so yeah yeah um and then also the the recovery aspect so we're recovering a lot and i know that you are yeah. too recovering a lot quicker in between sets mm. um feeling fitter during the workouts running times are really improving yeah yeah um recovering quicker in uh, in between workouts mm. and now able to handle a much higher training volume um <clears throat> so in which itself like the being able to train with with more volume that is essentially going to lead to more to, to building more muscle right like if you can if you mm -hmm. can do more volume, you can recover from more volume yep. you're going to build more muscle so that seems to be like another big benefit from doing it uh, and i feel like if we were to go back into uh, a physique focus phase yeah or a, like a muscle gain phase i feel like we'd be in a very good position to 
maximize that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking to do that anytime soon. I'm going to continue mm. with the, with the hybrid approach, but um, for now, but um, like in terms mm. of, yeah, I, I feel like we'd be in a good position to recover from volume. Our bodies would be pretty primed and ready to, yeah. to handle. You, you can almost like work for, like you say, you can do more volume, but you can kind of do higher rep work as well. Like I feel like sometimes if you're doing like a deadlift or a squat and you push past, you know, eight reps, 10 reps, and if, if you're not that fit cardiovascular wise, you it. start to burn out. So like what you'll probably find is that you're actually going to hit failure because you can't do any more due to the, you know, your lungs giving up rather than the fact that you've actually hit failure because, you know, your quads are, are failing. So the hypertrophy work can massively benefit from a hybrid approach. Yeah. I think just generally being fitter, right? You can just feet and, and the way that we feel, I mean, I feel, feel fitter. Like I feel yeah. better, even just walking around the marina, even just, even just walking around, like I just feel fitter. Yeah. Um, I feel less fatigued. Um, I, I feel a little bit like clearer in my head, like mental clarity is a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitter and through um, having things on point. Um, Don't feel as sluggish in yeah. terms of like, I know when I've been in big sort of gaining phases before, like pushing sort of four to four and a half thousand calories per day, <laughs> doing very little cardio, it's, you don't feel very good, do you? Because like really, you're in a calorie surplus. So like your your body's not really where it wants to be. Like you know, a maintenance is you know that that's essentially you working with your body, right? Whereas when we're in a deficit, when we're in a surplus, we're kind of going against what our body wants, like trying to build muscle and stuff like that. And I felt that when I've eaten that much food before, like you know, you're smashing like four or five hundred grams of carbs per day, and that amount of carbs only leaves you feeling a little bit sluggish and a little bit a little bit fatigued. Yeah. But I think if you're doing more of the stuff that we're doing, you're utilizing you know those carbohydrates much mm -hmm. better. You, you just generally feel a lot better. Like mm. I know that that's kind of been a big benefit from what I've done. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I've done a few mega bulks in my Yeah. <laughs> What's the highest amount of calories do you reckon you've consumed? Uh, well, in lockdown, um, I, th I feel I actually feel like through being home with my brothers who are both big, uh, like they both are into heavy lifting, sort of power lifting and stuff like that. Um, particularly my youngest brother, who's very strong. Nice. Um, so... Being home with them, they eat a lot of food. My mum is a feeder as well. Um, and this was during lockdown. I, mm. I, I was eating quite a lot of food, but I was getting strong. I was lifting on, on my patio, um, uh, on my patio in the garden. Like we were lifting quite heavy weights. And I did I that think and I, got broke, like, I broke one of my mum's tiles, <laughs> cracked it. <laughs> Don't think yeah. she knows to this point, but. Yeah, we had to get an entire <laughs> patio replaced. Uh, really what yeah, from deadlifting you annihilated it yeah yeah, Maybe yeah. Ben, ben the 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 uh, youngest brother um he's actually he, he broke a couple of british records wow like, really um, yeah nice um when he was when he was uh i think 17 so yeah he's a strong nice. lad but yeah. in terms of uh, advice then so like if you were to you know someone wanting to get bigger fitter stronger i guess become a a hybrid machine like what would be your advice in order to get them there i know we've kind of spoken about probably not to get too into the hybrid until you've initially got in shape, right? I think that for most people, that initial dieting phase that we put our clients through is kind of going to be essential before they start looking at, you know, really gearing towards performance. Like you can definitely still do running and cardio. We don't obviously recommend that, right? But I'd say like you <clears> want to get the job done first. I think when you've gone through that initial 12, 16, 20 week diet, you're then in a position where you can probably take on more performance goals and stuff and push your calories mm. higher. Whereas I think when you're in a massive deficit and maybe your sort of habits and stuff aren't quite geared towards, you know, lots of different kind of modalities from exercise. So personally, I would say get, you know, get your, get your dieting phase done first, essentially work through that, get yourself in shape 
and then I think maybe look towards performance and stuff like that. Mm. What's your kind of like advice for that kind of thing? Mm. Do you think? Yeah. So I think um, you can still. I think like <clears throat> yeah. I, I would I would agree. I think that um, if your primary goal like and, and maybe you're a little bit new. If you're not happy training, with how you look, I think yeah, you need you to need sort to that gain out first. Some muscle, right? Get confident. Yeah. yeah. Then you know lift heavy um get stronger habits eat in a surplus yeah grow muscle yeah. yeah yeah build your habits build the foundations uh, i think hybrid is um particularly when you're doing it the sort of uh scale that we are in terms of the the session volume that's something that i think you should do um maybe when you're a little bit like further along your training career you can but we were we were speaking about this you can do it at a slightly scaled down approach yeah, you still sure. i think get a huge amount from it a huge amount from it you don't need to train six days a week like you could you could train three times a week you could do a couple of runs you could put some conditioning at the end of your work how would you do some strength work as how well would you program there? for a typical let's just say like here's put, put you on the spot a little bit but okay you know say you've got uh you know a guy that's coming in he wants to to work towards getting fitter he wants to be stronger as well yeah what would you how would you approach maybe like a sort of four five day exercise split across the week for someone who's four five looking. day exercise split let's say four days let's say four let's say four no no just like i guess a rough split in terms of like strength training for uh, a four speed day, work for four days endurance work yeah four days a week okay. someone, someone can probably i think for most of my clients they can commit to four days of, of training yeah. and then maybe push onwards from that i feel like an upper lower upper lower mm. um gives your upper body and your lower body an equal yeah. amount of, of time and attention um and I also feel like an upper lower, upper lower works quite well with the running as well. Because if you're training your legs, like heavy lifting legs, mm. three, four, five times a week, and you're doing running on top of that, your legs are going to struggle to recover. Mm. Um, so I feel like, although I do sort of feel like I'm training my legs in some way most days with the cycling, the, the running. But yeah. this is what I'm saying. If you're then doing heavy lifting on your legs, like too frequently, then... Too much. You, they're going to struggle to recover um so yeah upper lower upper lower would probably be what i would what i would program or um, upper lower maybe push pull but are we talking um <coughs> hybrid focus yeah so then it's all the best they hybrid so, so someone wants to I'll come in as well and get fit <coughs> someone wants to smash say a sub 25k or a okay you know sub 40 sub 45 well that's pretty quick 10k <laughs> yeah so yeah that is quick that is that, pretty quick maybe sub 50 yeah um so with the hybrid approach like the way that i'm training and the way that i really like to train is to put my bigger lifts at the start do them when i've got a lot of energy yeah um, and when i can um, put a lot into them so uh, i would program that in at the start do some strength work on my, my bigger lifts so deadlift squat bench um then i would probably progress into some hypertrophy accessory work so nice. if i was on a lower body day um that could be uh, split squats it could be essentially leg extensions leg press mm. although that's kind of compound but yeah, yeah um you know what i mean and then after that i'd move into um i would then move into the metcon fitness focus work mm. and that is uh the, the the stuff that i'm doing at the end of the sessions is basically like weights and cardio combined and it's quite good it's a good way to train because it's good having it at the end of the session. Firstly, it's kind of nice to have a finisher where you feel like you're getting your heart rate it's up. brutal. Yeah. Get a bit of a pump on. You feel like you've really trained after yeah. that. But also you're combining weights with cardio. So it's quite efficient You're in terms of you're giving your muscles stimulus. Yeah. Um, but you're also training your heart. Like you're also training your fitness. So it's a, an, another opportunity for you to get fitter during the week. So yeah. 
yeah, strength into some accessory work into then some Metcon fitness work is, is probably how I would structure those upper lower days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd be the same. Kind of similar, I think. Yeah, I, I think, I, I guess if it was four days, I'd probably do something similar, maybe upper lower, upper lower, or maybe like upper lower, uh, maybe like, and then a full body. So that my, my split's kind of, so I, I do bring in a little bit of hypertrophy work and a little bit of my intro. I don't tell my coach, but I, I bring in a little bit of my own training into it as well. But essentially, it's, help yourself. yeah, I still want to like train towards the, you know, some, some like bro sessions as well. I enjoy how, that kind how, of thing. I actually haven't looked, I think I briefly looked at one of your sessions, but how, how do your sessions tend to look? So I think it, normally I start off with lower body, like first session of the week, which is pretty brutal. You, you're going to have to go through one of your sessions as well because it, <laughs> it just makes me laugh when you're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of explain but, roughly. We'll touch yeah, on it. I'm interested to know the typical session and then, so, and then that session. That session. Need, that I session need. has changed now, actually. So I've got, um, I've got, I've, it's the, the session it's been substituted with is the one I'm doing today. And it looked absolutely brutal. I only looked at it very briefly, but it looked pretty tough. But anyway, before that, so yeah, I was pretty much doing, uh, I started off my week with legs. So I was doing um, pretty much just sticking to compound. So I haven't used a leg press or a leg extension for ages now, but my legs feel good. They feel strong. Um, so essentially I'm just doing like a squat um, and then I'll go into an RDL and then I've got like a hip thrust superset with a barbell reverse lunge, which the, the session's brutal. Like that's it for four exercises. That's it. And it's my legs are pretty super, screwed up. Yeah, I, I also have... Um my sessions would be structured in a similar way. I, I would also um, superset split squats with hip thrusts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Split squats are good. Yeah, so the reverse lunges are tough, but I like reverse lunges Sorry, because... Sorry, you said reverse lunges. Yeah, yeah it's, they're very similar, right? But like uh, the, the reverse lunge is hard because it's like a lot of stability. I know a split squat's the same, but essentially when you're taking a step back with a barbell on your back, like you have to really work towards keeping that balance in place. Yeah. And I think stuff like that is, it, it is so good. Like I remember I moved to, well, I was following a very bodybuilder approach it was hack squats it was leg extensions and i think it kind of got me to the point of where i wasn't really using a lot of these like stabilizing muscles you know like i was just getting very focused on like these assisted work all the time so moving and stripping it back to more of the actual basics and like the big compounds has been mm -hmm. a bit of a game changer because i just feel like a lot more sort of agile i've got more balance and i'm just more well-rounded and Your stabilizing muscles are, are working more exactly um, that yeah and that's core, kind of how i like to program core. for clients too like i yeah. like to keep it i mean i don't train bodybuilders um at all really I, I train people that are very much focused on physique a lot of photo shoot clients but i feel like people get a lot more bang for their buck if they are doing compound exercises you know like they're really maximizing deadlifts squats bench presses like this kind of stuff i feel like is more beneficial for the kind of gem pop that we train rather than like your hack squats your chest press there's nothing wrong with those exercises and again it's going to be individual to the person so like if someone has got you know an injury or they're potentially they, they're more beneficial towards that i would do that but i think generally i like to program a lot of compounds and i've seen a lot of, of benefit from doing that um but yeah, anyway, kind of back to what we we're saying. So yeah, essentially, we start. With, I start with low body, and then um, I normally have. So Tuesdays is typically been a bit of a run for me. But I think what we've done is we've switched it to Wednesday because obviously we've been doing the track session together. So Tuesday, I've then normally done an upper body session, which has always been. Um, it's been like bench press. It's been like a pen lay row, which is which has been a really good exercise. Never used to do that before. Essentially, a bent over row, but you're just coming a little bit further to the ground. Um, and then it's like a dumbbell bent over row. And then I think I've got things like lat raises, overhead presses, just the basic stuff really, but it works really well. Um, and then after that, Wednesday is when we go into our track session. So it's very much like sprints. So that could be anywhere between like, you know, like 800 meters for six sets or like 400 meters for, for eight sets, something like that. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's very like and different it, and, every and week. With the running, um, just 
because some people might not not know how to progress the running but i, I know that your your plan is the same that it kind of works in the same way um as the gym like progressive overload so mm. in terms of your weekly mileage if you're looking to progress those times your weekly mileage will tend to be increased so you get yeah. used to running longer distances build up your fitness that's so exactly what's the happened. same way that you'd build up training volume yeah, yeah. um and it works it does really that's, works. that's pretty much exactly what yeah that's that's how he structured it very well the coach um and then i think what, thursday we've we've normally got like a very very like low intensity piece of cardio so he normally gets me to use the bike so something that's going to not be as you know like aggravate my joints as much so bike for 40 yeah. minutes friday's obviously the the brutal day so <laughs> friday typically for me has been a, it's been a full body session so we're looking at things like deadlifts um overhead presses lap pull down stuff like that but uh yeah the one after is it's been absolutely brutal so it's basically been 100 meters of and this has been like scaled upwards as well so it started off at i think six sets and then i said to my coach this is this is really fucking hard then he pushed it to eight sets i was like mate i've told you this is tough and you've been again but yeah so essentially we've got 100 meters of walking lunges which honestly is is absolutely solid meters yeah so at tk we basically go up and down the track which i mean that absolutely knackers me out after that i'm done even for hybrid like yeah it's 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 tough after a session as well like it's hard and then after that it's like a 1.5 uh times my body weight sled push which i've been using because almost like a harness putting it that way or pushing it that way rather which again is is tough um and then it's a 100 meter sprint so we do that and then we basically do it for you scale it from six eight ten rounds um, and that is, is a really tough workout. In all honesty, I've not managed to get to 10 yet. I've, I think I've done about six rounds in 40 minutes, which I thought is pretty good, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm not as hybrid as I think. I remember having a conversation with you and we were just looking at the plan and you're like, has he made a mistake? Yeah, like, I know. Is, is he actually programming in? Um, hundred yeah. lunge sets and then he's scared and i up. was like he might be i i would just send him a message just in case like yeah exactly that but it's, it's tough no, but it's, it's it's hard like it's, it's definitely progressed from those tough yeah yeah yeah, yeah. those tough sets exactly and that and then saturday's been um that that's been a long run day so that's where we've been working towards i think i started off at um about i think he's like maybe around 5k and he's just scaled up with some there so though i think we did 10k at the weekend didn't we so he's basically just getting me to push more distance every single week on that saturday so just going towards more of a longer run um in terms of i don't know where is uh, what sort of distance we'll be progressing towards but i mean i'd love to do something like a half marathon or even well, obviously a marathon at some point but i think i'd like to get a half done first you know get that boxed off and then work into to something that's a little bit more longer distance yeah the, the, the london marathon would be amazing but so yeah that's what my typical split looks like so it's a bit of a weird one and i think it's not something that this is why i i believe that you do need to get a coach if you're looking towards doing stuff like this because it's very hard to program these sessions in if you don't really know what you're doing because you need to look at like your recovery and obviously like what's realistic for you so for me i've been following something that's obviously been very specific and i'm fortunate that i've got a coach that's been able to put that in place for me um so yeah, what would you say then like your kind of tip is would be for someone, yeah, in terms of hybrid then? I kind of, we've kind of touched on this a little bit already, but like if, if someone was wanting to get into it like soon as possible, would you say similar to me, like get a coach? Yeah, like this isn't a sell. Um, no. But like getting a coach is, you know, a, a particular coach that's, that's been through the journey that you're trying to go through, a uh, coach that um, has results who's proven that they can they can do it um like is a is a pretty as long as you're putting in the effort as long as you you get along with the coach Mm. it's a pretty surefire way to to make progress yeah um so that would be a a tip for sure Mm. um and 
also don't give in to the inner bitch. <laughs> yes. Honestly, because you will have a lot of mental battles with yourself when you're doing the particular longer cardio mm. um, towards the end of some of your sessions. Your, your, your mind will be telling you, oh God, just, just relax. Especially when you're running out here in just, Dubai in 30 degree yeah. heat. <laughs> yeah, the just, inner bitch just, voice is like just, amplified just by it. a lot. But <laughs> once you push through that, like you realize that your body's a lot more capable yeah. than what you first thought. You can you can do a lot more with your body than, than maybe you initially thought. Um, and, you know, on the other side of discomfort is growth. Ultimately. 100%. Um, and I feel like if you can, yeah, get through that, you can make a hell of a lot of progress. Definitely. Awesome. Amazing. Well, I think we could we could definitely carry on chatting about this for a very long time. But one question I always like to end the podcast on, which is kind of similar to what I just asked you, but yeah. essentially, if you could give one tip to a listener um, and the goal is for them to just to simply start their journey and get in great shape, what would that be? And it doesn't have to be hybrid focused. Okay. Essentially, any, any kind of tip that you <clears throat> think would be... I think in terms of getting into shape... Um, what I tell to a lot of my clients and what people need to um, sort of get their head around is that getting into shape is a, is a game of like marginal gains. Mm. You aren't going to see massive progress overnight, particularly if you're trying to grow muscle. Um, like it's, it's a process that happens over the course of months, years. Um, but the small wins add up, they accumulate over time into a big, big win, you know, into, into a big result. So trust the process, even if you think like maybe you aren't progressing uh, Mm. often you are um and yeah the the, the small wins the the little bits of progress add up and compound over time um that would be probably yeah. one of my top tips. no i definitely i agree i think yeah it's definitely not an overnight process to get in shape you have to you have to trust the process and uh yeah you have to put in the reps like it's not going to be an overnight job but um mate it's been a pleasure i think that was a really good podcast um so i guess where can people find you is, is the next question Instagram is probably my sort of main hub at Chris Cullen Fitness is my Instagram. Um, that would be the best place to awesome. find me. Cool. Well, guys, thanks for listening. And um, I hope you've taken massive value out of this podcast. Obviously, it's a little bit different to, to maybe what we normally talk about. But yeah, hopefully it's maybe giving you a little bit of uh, inspiration to start your hybrid journey as well. Um, so as always, if you have enjoyed the podcast, um, please share, drop it on your Instagram and, and tag myself and Chris. Much appreciated. Make sure you're following and subscribing for future episodes. And if you are enjoying it, then uh, drop me a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. Anyway, guys, I'll catch you in the next episode.